Welcome to One Way Digest, everybody's favorite history podcast, specifically about the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, I'm joined today, as always, by two-time homeowner, Philip Wiggins. Thank you so much for saying two-time homeowner. Sometimes people are like, you're a homeowner, and I just want people to know two times over. You two know? times you've owned homes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Thank a one-time so homeowner, that so I'm, I'm behind you. Yeah. You know, you'll get there. One day. Once this podcast continues to blow up, you can buy your second home. Oh, I don't own two Oh, you have two time. homes? I should, I should say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I did a little bit, actually. No, I knew that. I wasn't saying you own two homes currently. I just mean at two points, you've owned two but, separate homes. Yeah, but I wanted the people to think I did, but it's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll edit that and post. Right. Um, yeah, I'm right. happy to be back. Uh, Talking Spanish Inquisition, I listened to one podcast about today, and I wrote down what they said, and I will read it now. Perfect. Here we go. I have my history book um, from when I was in ninth grade. Um, I'm hoping it's still accurate. That's, that's really good. Yeah. That will definitely be great. I think you were in ninth grade in, was that 1994, 95? Something like that. Is that the year? Yeah, about. It was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good year. So anyways, uh, fantasy football is what we actually talk about. Um I know that's true. I know. And uh, specifically the uh, one way fantasy league. So if you are not part of one way Mm -hmm. fantasy league, thank you for listening. I'm not sure what you're listening to, but I hope you enjoy. Yeah. And if, and if you are listening and you're not part of the league, but you're like assistant GMing someone, you have to legally tell us that because no one's allowed to have an assistant GM here. Yes. Uh, That's kind of a big deal. Yes. That's right. That's gotta be it. So um, I think we'll start by talking about just uh, overall the fantasy football week um, mm-hmm. there. I feel like in my mind throughout my fantasy career, you know, it's been a long one. I, uh, I always think week right. four is kind of in my head where it's like, OK, we have a month of football. We kind of know who people are. You know, a, a one bad week isn't killing you anymore like it would in week one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you've, you've got a lot more kind of solid information. I think of like like a Derrick Henry who had two really bad weeks and now has had two really solid mm-hmm. weeks. And so you're not so terrified of Derrick Henry anymore. Um, right. right. And so, so I feel like the league as well has kind of like – started to to order itself and determine you know who's whose teams mm-hmm. look good who's don't um but also in football we had a lot of injuries this week yeah and I, you know it's it's funny i was just having a conversation uh with my brother about the fact that nobody's getting hurt like i i thought that through three weeks i was just like there hasn't been a lot of big injuries which is great right. uh and then thursday night happened Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe the season just turned on with that, unfortunately. And yeah, there were some big ones, uh, some some for f- a few weeks. A couple people lost their season already. It's tough. It's yeah. tough out here. Yeah, Javante's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Patterson mm-hmm. randomly played and then was hurt, and we'll talk about that later when we get right to walked trades. off the field and then he's <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Uh, Kamara showed up in London and then decided not to play. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Even I, I pulled confused. out the win. My team actually right. played really well. I actually finally felt like, okay, this felt like a normal fantasy football week. Like last week we read all those top running backs were all backups. It, it actually felt like right. the right people showed up this week. 
Um, right. But yeah, I, I'm still the. There's another 6:30 game this Sunday in London, and those are not okay. NFL. No, if you if if Roger Goodell is one of our listeners, those are not okay. Knock Stop doing those, or make them at 11 o'clock. I don't care what time it is there. Yeah, I don't care if it's tea time. They can play the game. And know? still, I'm so, I'm getting on my soapbox, but Alvin Kamara goes <laughs> all the way to London. To, to not play like don't send him on the plane then then I know the night before and I can sit him on my bench right right I totally agree I thought if he made the trip he's playing I 100% thought the same thing right because that's not a quick flight like that's a big deal and so weird definitely a weird uh week in the NFL for sure and our our league is shaping up standings wise in a very unique way we have five three and one teams yes which I don't feel like I've seen that uh five three and one teams couple two and twos and then uh three teams only three teams with losing records which is pretty it it feels unique it's pretty impressive yeah it's i think it's it is like you know first place and a spot out of the playoffs are only one game apart that's it right which is crazy which is that's so weird Uh, well yeah and last place to a playoff spot are only two games apart so it's everybody's still in this for sure Right, which is which is uh, makes it more fun because no one's sitting there at at you know the bottom of the standings thinking my season's over because that's boring. Right, no one likes that. So, and, um, and yeah, we're excited about that. Right, and speaking of our standings, um, mm-hmm. Philip and I decided that they do not accurately reflect the teams right. as they are. You know, that it's not it's right. not a great reflection of how we think the teams are are doing. Um, you know, you play the mm-hmm. right team on the right week and you, you get a win. And um, But we mm-hmm. think the rankings are really a little bit different. So we've decided this week, and, and we'll probably do it periodically throughout the season, um, but we're going to do some yeah. power rankings this week. Right, right. And we have not – Philip and I um, decided – you know, we chat a little bit before we record. Um, we purposely decided not to share our list. So we each came up with our own lists of our – one through 10 where we think everybody really is. I did mine kind of looking at everyone's lineups based on not just how people have performed, but like the players that I think maybe have underperformed or maybe they've only had a couple good weeks, but like they still should be solid this season. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I like, I kind of took mine as like, this is my guess or projection at where I think we would end up at the end of the year. So I, what was your approach Mm -hmm. in kind of coming up with the power rankings? I I kind of did not exactly the same thing. I did look at total points as as a pretty decent factor, but I was looking at a lot of depth because these injuries are going to start coming and mm-hmm. to see how people are actually like are they prepared for an, an injury of a of a top player like what would that look like? So I was looking at depth and and points scored because ultimately that does matter uh, who's actually performed through 4 weeks, but Right. Uh, a little bit of both. Right. A little bit of both. So, how do we do? We want to do? We want to go like reverse order, or do we want to start at the top and and kind of work our way to the bottom? I would say, I would say the opposite. I'd say I think we start at the bottom. We go ten to one. Perfect. That's my thought. Yeah, like a, that's my like thought. a good old fashioned countdown. Yeah, there we go. Let's TRL go. this, as they say. <laughs> that's what, uh, tons of people still say that. When I used to watch I that back say. in ninth grade and in, in the nineties. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Salt and pepper was the number one video. <laughs> I'm sure that's most right. days. That's right. Um, okay. So I'll go first. My, my number 10 yeah. coming in at number 10 
is not mm-hmm. an Owen four team. Wow. I have pass me a brewski Tyler ranked at oh, number 10. Man. He has only scored over a hundred points <laughs> one time this season, mm-hmm. the last three weeks, right? Under a hundred points. I right. like, I've, uh, not been shy about it. I don't think Tom Brady is uh, a solid quarterback, really. I mean, he'll be all right because he's got enough <laughs> right. weapons. Um, his receiving core that we said was so great week one kind of falling apart. Um, right. And s- running back Saquon, I like Najee. I'm I'm not a big fan of, and I just think there's not a mm-hmm. lot of depth on the team. Um, specifically, Allen right. Robinson and Julio Jones. Both of them are probably drop worthy mm-hmm. at this point. So he's, yeah. he's my number 10 right now. Right. Uh, he's also my number 10. Uh, and the reason is what you're saying, like depth. He's had a Keenan Allen injury and Michael Thomas this week that kept him out, uh, kept those guys out. And he started Julio Jones and Allen Robinson. And those guys combined, I think, for two catches. Like they're just, they're, they should both be dropped. Uh, they shouldn't be rostered. Gallup had a decent week. We'll see what that looks like. But yeah, I have him as at ten as well. He he might have been a nine, but with the Patterson injury, uh, in that four weeks, he has no running back depth. Right. In my that's my take. We'll see what Algier can do, but it's it's not going to move the needle there. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely have him as ten as well. If I was him, I would have traded Cordero Patterson away before this week. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and Dawson Knox is underperforming. I would have traded for a tight end. If if I were Tyler, I would have traded for a tight end. Yeah, for would sure. you have? Yeah, I've traded for two tight ends. Yeah, that would have been. It's not going well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Tyler, Cole Komet is still available. <laughs> I just checked. So anytime. Um, yeah. So right. so number ten, we we have Tyler. Um, yeah. You go next. Who's your number nine? All right, my number nine is also number nine in the standing, Sir Lunesta or Chris. Uh, I think him and Jessica got flipped for me today um, or this week because of the Javante injury. Also, Jessica's had a billion points scored against her, which I noticed. But uh, I feel like his my, – my biggest issue is Zeke's full split back right now. Um, I don't like Stevenson. He's a split back. Eckler had a great week, but, I mean, he's not running the ball a lot, which I think is really strange. Uh and then his receivers, um, my biggest problem with his receivers is outside of Higgins, um, yeah, the guys he actually plays, outside of Higgins and Gabe Davis, they just don't have good quarterbacks. Like Mahomes is great. Uh, Dalton Schultz has kind of been banged up, so we don't really know. But yeah, for me, it's just like some of the depth issues. The injury hurt him too. But yeah, I got Chris at nine. Yeah, I when I initially did this, I had uh, I had Chris at eight actually, but it actually changed. Mm-hmm. Um, my number nine is actually me. I have Mayhem wow. myself at number nine. Um, okay, because of really two things, I hate my quarterback situation. I mm-hmm. uh, dropped Russell Wilson out of frustration this week. Picked him back up. Because I didn't, <laughs> I, noticed, I didn't trust I Jared Goff without uh, St. Brown and with DeAndre Swift out, and then he went off. Luckily, Russell Wilson did did fine this week, and I still mm-hmm. don't. So I just don't like my quarterback situation. Wide receiver, right. I feel fine with Michael Pittman's underperforming, but Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, I'm I'm good with that. 
Um, but right. my running backs, I really, Alvin Kamara scares me. I feel like, right. you know, I'm open to trading him, but I don't know that anybody will, will give me much. <laughs> he He's only played two weeks and been bad, both of them. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll go on the road and, and sit in the locker room too, so that's good. Um, yeah, that's you love that from a player that you right, drafted early. Right. You love that. So, and then, you know, my tight end struggles all year. I'm not sure I've scored more than uh, six points at, at the tight end <laughs> position all year. So, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, my team did well this week, but I think for the, the whole season, if this is the team I stuck with, I, I, did, I don't think it'd go very well. So I, I have myself at number nine. Mm. Okay. Okay. You, and, you are, you are second to last in scoring. So, so you're keeping with the scoring. Right. Which is oh, really? I, kind of I didn't even pay attention game. to the scoring. I wasn't trying to. Um, yeah, I, I just noticed that. I just noticed that. Okay. So then number eight on my number eight is actually uh, Holyhead Harpies, Hollyhead Harpies. Um, I don't know. I'm not I've a done nerd. the audiobook for for Harry Potter because uh, I am a nerd, but it's Holyhead Harpies. Holyhead just Harpies. To help you. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Yeah, I'm here for sense. you. Uh, only one yeah, out. There you go. Um, so Jessica, I have it at number eight. Um I I think her team's better than <clears> 0 and 4 um but still, you know, Agreed. out of out of a playoff spot. Um similar to me, I think she her biggest struggle is uh is the quarterback position. Um when right. you start uh she's looking at starting Geno Smith this week. Um who'd she start last week? T-Law, Trevor Lawrence. That's right, Trevor Lawrence. Fumble Ruski. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did great. He had a great game. <laughs> Yeah, re- receivers are fine. I think actually, Cooper Cup's great. The rest of the receivers, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Her running backs are actually her strongest point. Like between Herbert and Montgomery, like that's a solid top yeah. ten, top twelve yeah. running back. J.K. Dobbins looked great this week. So if they keep, you know, giving right. him the ball, the Baltimore running back always gets tons of work. So you never know. Yeah, yeah, but you also never know which one they're going to use that week. Right. That's the problem with Baltimore. True. Um, mm-hmm. and then she has the best, you know, tight end duo in, in the league. I'm surprised she hasn't traded one of them yet. I'm just <laughs> she should have agreed to at trade. least one trade by now. Right. Uh, that's all. <laughs> so yes, uh, I've just got number eight for me. Okay. I have, uh, I have you at number eight. Okay. Uh, I put you at number eight. My thought process on this is, uh, between you and Jessica, for me, the difference is your number one receiver uh, like you guys, to me, you guys were pretty close here, but I would take cup over Jefferson every day. Um, I have you here also because between your tight end and Jessica's, I would happen to take Jessica's. I don't know. Maybe you would take Pitts over Kelsey, mm, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I get like, I like your receivers. I think Michael Pittman will, they'll figure it out. I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan. He's, he's looking like a really decent quarterback one week and then he's looking like a backup the next uh not like a good backup like cooper rush but like a bad right. backup like right most of the other ones um yeah and you left out you, jimmy Garoppolo I think you have, with good backup oh sorry my bad thank you uh, he's no longer a backup how dare you right uh he's a, he's a full-blown starter but yeah i f- for me i think your running backs are it, <sighs> Kamara is so confusing to me as a player. Like I just don't understand what to, how to categorize him. Um, and then any tight end that's on your team is going to be bad in the NFL. Like that is, they've figured it out who you have that week, who you're starting. 
You know what um, I realized? That part sucks. I love to find quarterbacks that complete 10 or fewer passes in a game and get their tight ends. Because <laughs> um, I, I think Mariota had like 10 completions last week, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, but yeah, overall, I think uh, I think you have some tradable pieces. And, and this goes for most p- teams. I think there's tradable pieces. I just think people like the people they draft too much. Um, you obviously haven't been that way. You've made like eight trades already. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I got you at eight. All right. Who you got at seven? I got Jessica at seven. Uh, the, I'm a little worried about the concept of Geno Smith being someone's starting quarterback in general. I just need to say that now. I know he's had a couple good weeks, but he's still Geno Smith. He's one of the only quarterbacks in NFL history to have a perfect passer rating followed up by a sub-40 passer rating in the next game. Like That is who we're working with here. Those are some stats, um, man. That's great work. Yeah, I just had that. I just had that in my brain. I don't know where that came from, but between Cooper cup and Travis Kelsey, like they keep her in games. Um, a a lot of weeks, like I said, she's had 620 points scored against her through four weeks, which is impressive, uh, amount of points. But yeah, I agree with Montgomery and Herbert come like whoever's starting is going to be, as long as they don't split back them, they're, they're a top 12 running back. Dobbins look good. Gibson acres. Uh, she's got some tradable pieces here. Uh, maybe a two for one for a better running back or something. And then obviously having Waller on your bench doesn't hurt. Right. Uh, but yeah, if the quarterback situation is really screwing her over, I know Dak got hurt early. I know I'm a snake for picking him up and stashing him because uh, I'm a bad person, but that's just, it was there. And so I did that, but I got Jessica at seven. All right. Uh, at, s- Who you got? at seven, I got Chris. I have Chris at seven. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I mostly because... Patrick Mahomes is can always put up so many points um, when you need it. Uh, and then I really think uh, that Joe took the wrong Cincinnati receiver. T Higgins has looked real good, especially because every team is so focused on doubling up Jamar chase that T Higgins right. has, has been awesome so far. And I think Drake London will mm-hmm. continue to just get better as, as a rookie. Um, Eckler looks like they might actually start using him. So if, if he does what, he's supposed to I think um Chris's team will will start to turn it around and then you know we don't usually talk about defenses but Buffalo is a a really solid defense um so I I think he right my guess is Chris gets his first win this week yeah I I I agree with that on his first win we'll get to that with matchups but I totally agree all right go Uh, ahead who you got at six yeah six um this is, I don't know if this is a shocker or not, but I have Aaron it out. I have Gary at six. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Was undefeated up until this past week. Right. Um, but I have him at six for a couple of very uh, specific reasons. Jalen Hurts is great. I think, you know, he's potential MVP, mm-hmm. this uh, mm-hmm. fantasy MVP this year. He's awesome. Um, but I think his wide receivers, Devonte Adams is fine, but everything else I don't love. Uh, I, Chris Olave, I'm, I, I like, and, and I think we'll get better. Um, but the running backs, I just, James Connor has not been great. Brees Hall will be fine, yeah. but not, you know, crazy good. Dalvin cook mm-hmm. gets injured so much. I, he hasn't missed games, but mm-hmm. I just, he's been real up and down. Um, right. So I just think, 
you know, overall the running back is, is such a kind of a weak spot and such Mm -hmm. a needed spot in Mm -hmm. fantasy that, um, I have him at six. So still uh, making the playoffs. I I think he'll, he'll make the playoffs, but just not, um, one of the stronger teams. Right. And I have him at six as well. Um, a lot of the same reasons. I think Jalen Hurts has been awesome, um, which is great for the owner of A.J. Brown in this league. Like, I love how good Jalen Hurts has been. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I mean, I've seen a couple Arizona games, and they're using three different backs. And I know Connor was limited, and he was in on 60% of snaps, so, like, his usage might go up. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, they're not – Henderson is the better running back in L.A., but they're using acres more and there's just certain stuff like that going on with his team that is kind of hurting him. And then, uh, yeah, I, 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 I feel like besides Adams, Olave's fine. Besides Adams, I don't really like his receivers. I think he could move a running back for a receiver pretty easily and get a good one. Um, that could be his wide receiver too every week. Cause McLaurin is like the second look in that passing offense right now. So yeah, McLaurin's that's been- kind of my take better in the past than he is this year for sure right he's he's had a rough couple years with bad quarterbacks and this year he just they're looking curtis samuel they're just not looking at him right all right all right Ooh, at five i got uh i got kittle me this at five i have aj at five um josh allen is a monster Mm -hmm. like he's projected 27 this week that is insane that's just like he's great well, Josh um, Allen is like, so I, uh, spoiler, I have AJ at five as well. Um, so I'll talk perfect. about him with you, but Josh Allen is, all right. he's like, has all the skill of like a great pocket passer, like, <laughs> like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, like Herbert, but then he can, mm-hmm. he, he can put up a hundred yards rushing any week too. Easy. And like, you see him, he's not going down. He's getting an extra three yards every carry and he, he's just huge Yeah, and he's, he's going nuts. Uh, I like him. I like his running backs, his three-headed monster of Fournette, CEH, which they've started to mix in some other backs with CEH, but he's still scoring points. Like, it's just happening. He still happening. seems and then, to be the best running back out there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Pacheco this week was pretty electric, but still CEH. Yeah. He dropped a terrible pass, but other than that, he's caught every target. He's been great. And then Taylor. Taylor's been kind of disappointing, Yeah. but he's he's Jonathan Taylor. Like, they're going to figure some stuff out. The, the Colts O-line has been awful which I would not have guessed this season, but they've been awful. The reason I don't have him above Daniel here is Kittle's been super inconsistent, and I don't I don't love the receiving core. Debo's been fine. Like, he had a great week this week, obviously, but he's been at the 12-point range. Uh, Cooper, inconsistent with quarterbacks. We'll see how that goes playoff time when Watson comes back. Uh, I just don't love the receivers, so I have A.J. there. Yeah. That's that's same reason. Love the quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, love the running backs, but yeah, the receiving core. Um, I I think Debo. Maybe this is my Homer Forty ers fan coming out, but I think mm-hmm. actually with Jimmy G, Debo will probably be better. Um, so this hundred percent. This is Jimmy G's second start, and I think the more that that they go back to that style of offense and put Debo in the backfield more, like he's just the playmaker on this team. Mm-hmm. And so they'll, they'll just feed him the ball so much that he'll, he'll be solid week to week. But um, yeah, George Kittle actually worries me a little bit. I I'm disappointed that he's not doing better, but yeah. So I have AJ at five as well. All right. So at number four, I have uh, 
hot chub time machine of uh, Daniel at, yeah. at number four. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I love that his name is still hot chub time machine, even though he chubs not on his team anymore. Honestly, I'm just glad it's not racist anymore. <laughs> like, we got to take what we can get out here. He had new name coming soon for two seasons. We just we just got to not think right. about it. Someone beat him by 50 so we can change his name. That's all. I, I wish, instead of new name coming soon, he really should have gone with the fantasy football team. Like, the Washington <laughs> football team would have been great. That would have been good. That would have um, been good. Anyways, so not about his name. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I have Daniel at, at number four. Um, mm-hmm. Again, getting into the top half of the league, like I think he's fairly solid from top to bottom. So, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert has actually, I think, will continue to be better as he heals from that that rib injury. Um, right. And then CD Lamb, I thought CD Lamb was. I really like CD Lamb, but when Dak went down, I was like, oh, he's going to be terrible for six weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's been mm-hmm. really, really solid. Um, so is Cooper Rush. Why is Dallas so good? Yeah, they got it figured out. Um, and then Jalen Waddle, inconsistent, but I actually like like I always like having a player on my team that can just like put up forty points any given week. Like <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, like he might also give you six. Um, but mm-hmm. but to have a someone on your team who can just like go out and win a week is is I think is cool when you have uh the rest of the team is fine. Um, right. Joe Mixon, um, Daniel, if you're interested in trading, um, I'll go, I'll give you Kamara for Mixon straight up if you'd like to do that. So let me take know. the deal, Daniel. That's a good offer. It's a great deal. Um, and then Josh Jacobs, another person who's been better than I, I thought he would be. I, I didn't like mm-hmm. him coming into the season um, just in that offense, but I thought they'd mix in some other running backs and they just aren't. Um, yeah. And then Mark Andrews is the tight end MVP this year, catches 48 balls a game. Right. And Dallas right. Goddard is good. T- he's got two good tight ends, too. Also, right. Yeah. Don't trade him to Josh because they won't produce anymore, but trade him to someone. Like, I wonder if I can make a third tight end trade this year. <laughs> I think you can. Um, I, I will you trade can. you Pitts right as Pitts starts to go off. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, and then I he has great depth too. Kareem Hunt and mm-hmm. you know, he's I I'm sure he struggles for, with that waiver spot or waiver spot with that flex spot um every week with a few guys. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And and best kicker in the league, no doubt. Justin right, Tucker. Of course, of course. He's goaded. Um yeah, I got Daniel at 4 as well. My reasoning is very similar. What I like about your Waddle point of having a guy that can get 40 is Tyree Kill is also a guy that can get 40. So it's yep. crazy that they're doing it together. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing about Lamb after week one. He was like 11 targets, four points. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I tried to get him because I was like, dude, he's going to suck, but let me have him for cheap. He didn't trade him. Uh, I don't like Smart Jacobs as much as, as much as you do, and the reason is he had 34 this week, but he did have 28 carries. I don't know how much that will happen, but their offense is like if they're going to go more run heavy, which they did this week and won, it might be worth doing. And I mean, he, he's, he had a couple – slower weeks but he had a, a 14 and then a 34 so he's he's trending in the right direction uh mark andrews 100 him and kelsey are just like they are head and shoulders above the rest of the tight ends this yeah. year um yeah. they're up there just overall points this year uh i do want to say that daniel was mad at us for saying his team has the same result as mark andrews and then this week he lost and mark andrews had three so daniel we were right 
if Mark Andrews doesn't pop off, you don't win. That's that's what four weeks has taught us. Uh, but other than that, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, Godwin looked really good on Sunday night, so he's looking healthy. Uh, yeah, it's just he's got good depth. He's got a handcuff for his his top running back, which is important. So I agree with you on on those points. So I had him at four as well. Uh, and then at three, I have myself. I have the Wigs. Been my team name since I started. Not going to change it. Uh, I think our I top five 50. are going to be the same because I have going to be I identical. Three as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, for me, Kyler Murray has not scored touchdowns this year, and he's been very good. I I don't understand it. Uh, I need him to score some more touchdowns. I love my my top three receivers. I really like Samuel too. That fourth and even Garrett Wilson at five is is good depth. Um, yeah, I, McCaffrey had a good game. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with McCaffrey, but I'm also totally willing to trade McCaffrey Hear that one way. I'm totally willing to trade McCaffrey for a decent, uh, haul Kamara um, for McCaffrey straight up. Let's do the first trade live on trade on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah. And, and, um, yeah, I like I like my team. I wish they would figure out who's gonna get most of the carries between Swift and Jamal Williams, but if that's my biggest concern, I'm not I'm not stressing that much. Yeah. Yeah, I like your team too. I, I think uh it is weird that Kyler Murray has been so good when that offense has been so bad. Um the Cardinals right. are just really bad at football this year, um, as a mm-hmm. whole. But I I put your team up high because I think you have one of the best running back groups um, in mm-hmm. in the league uh, between Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift, really the best like right. pure duo. Like I think, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we redrafted today, I think both of those are first round running backs. Um, right. And, and you right. have both of them. And then, you know, Mike Evans, all he does is catch touchdowns. So. Um, right. hundred percent. It's crazy. Yeah. I, since that was the Sunday night game, right. We actually watched right. that game. And then it, it was like Tom Brady would just, he'd look, he'd pretend to look somewhere else and then just throw to Mike Evans every single time. Right. He threw one to Bray. Bray dropped it. And he was like, never, He's mind. Like, <laughs> never again. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'd rather turn the ball over on downs. All right. We're not doing that ever again. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're you're the collector of backups with Tony Pollard and Michael Carter and Naeem Hines. If your running back goes down, everybody, Phillips' team gets I better. got you. I got your handcuff if you need it. Uh, Jamal Williams is my own handcuff. Brian Robinson. Um, but, Sorry, there's more. Yeah, don't worry. I got Just scroll down. I got more backups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, to, I like to stash those running backs. Who knows, man? Injuries Sorry. happen quick. All right. All then right. Uh, we're you getting, got it, too. Yeah, so the... The top two actually tells you who the number one is. This is a trick that I'm not sure if you know how that works. It's a classic media trick you guys are getting an insight into. So at number two, I have Who Day and the Blowfish. Um, Top tier name. Number one in the power rankings on name. Yes. Should we do a name power ranking? Next week. After a renaming. Whoever Luke renames is last. We can all agree. That's gross. (laughs) Right. Uh yeah, so Joe, I have um, Joe mm-hmm. at number two. His team's really good from top to bottom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jamar Chase is underperforming, but I think he'll he'll be fine. And like we talked about, Tyreek right. Hill and um, Joe Burrow is a, a fine quarterback. He's not spectacular for fantasy wise, but um, he's been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is another running back duo that I think is maybe even a little bit better than yours. Um, Nick Chubb is, I think he's the top running back on the year, which is crazy. He's close to it. Yeah. yeah he's one of the top. Um, and Miles Sanders uh, is solid. And then Tyler Miles Sanders is shocking the world with how good he's been. Yes. It's just insane. He's just made himself so much better than those backups they usually mix in. Right, right. And then mm. Tyler Higby, he got off waivers last week, right? And then Right. Yeah, the and the Monday night game, uh Stafford threw to two people. It was Cup and Higby just over. Fourteen and over and over. targets. Fourteen targets. That's insane. It's crazy for a tight end, yeah. Right. Um, and he's got, you know, his team gets better by having drafted Melvin Gordon by making that terrible draft pick. His I team don't, got better. I don't think he drafted Melvin Gordon. I think did Tyler. Oh draft no, Melvin he Gordon? drafted Melvin Gordon. I remember. Oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah. I thought Tyler drafted him, but that's fair. And he made Good a great trade. He, bad at drafting. he got rid of his dead weight, uh, of Kyle Pitts to pick up, uh, Pat Fryermuth and, uh, Romeo Dobbs who had another great week. Yeah, so you've basically turned uh, Mike Williams into Kyle Pitts. Yes, essentially. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I also have Joe there. His team got better with the Javante injury, which you hate to see, but yeah, um, that's that's great. Miles Sanders literally came out and said, don't draft me in your fantasy leagues, and Joe said, bet, and it's working. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, he's and, and he has Rodgers and Burrow. Like, Rodgers hasn't been excellent either obviously he's had some rough weeks but he's got good depth at tight end great depth at running back uh he could oh, his top three receivers are really good um he doesn't really have a great bench receiver although if Dobbs takes over that one spot he's good like he's just right. set and then right. Tampa defense they got torn apart this week but honestly they've been great it was the Chiefs uh, yeah they'll they'll be fine yeah, it would honestly. It was a spectacular performance by Mahomes that did it. That if that's right. what it takes to tear them apart, they're going to be fine. But yeah, I got Joe there as well for the same reasons. Yeah, which means at number one for our first power rankings, we have uh, Luke or clever football pun, which I actually think is a really uh, another good name. You know, just really going for the fact that he's not going to put in the work. Uh, here, it's just like Lamar Jackson. A uh, bad week th this week, really. Um, but he's had two forties. He's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. That that guy's gonna put up 150 rushing yards a game at this point. Diggs has been him and him and Cup have been just better than everyone. Although Diggs had a couple bad weeks, uh, but he has. A 40 I, I think point he has game. the best. I think he has the best wide, re like top to bottom wide receiver group in the league. Between Diggs, Sutton, right. even though the Broncos have not been great, Cortland Sutton's been really solid, and we've talked about Amon Ra St. Brown before. So those three receivers are are studs. Yeah, I mean, he still has Juju. We're a little confused <laughs> right. about that. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you on that. He also has Madison because that if you're going to get one of the backups besides the 19 I have on my bench, Madison's the guy. Yep. Like, you got you to gotta lock up Madison. He's really good. Um, and then Aaron Jones carries the ball less than uh, Dylan but scores so many more fantasy yeah, points. Yeah, he gets it's all the so valuable confusing. carries. And then – up until this week, I would have said like Hawkinson's been it's been rough, and then he had a forty. So if if you're on Luke's team, you got a pretty good chance at a forty point game. At yeah, this point. I think that's because St. Brown's been was out. Like I don't think right. Hawkinson is right. you know that solid throughout the year, but he's a fine not startable, every week. Um, running back and or running back tight end. Um, and he has Elijah Mitchell yeah. too, who will come back here here in a few weeks. So his 
running backs right. are really solid too. Right. And, and of course I, I really like Cortland Sutton. I really like him. And if that's your flex receiver, you're in great shape. Right. So right. yeah, Luke, Luke was number one. He's the top scorer. It's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. In my opinion. Will he, um, will he have the back to back repeat? You know, if I've learned anything, whenever we predict things on this podcast, they go exactly the opposite yeah. way. So um, we've just put a curse right. on Luke, I think. Yeah, I would say Luke for sure will repeat. Um, and he'll <laughs> probably play Tyler in the championship. <laughs> because that's actually, that one actually will happen. Whoever wins it will play Tyler in the championship somehow. For sure. For sure. All right, so taking the average of our, our two lists, our official um, One Way Digest podcast power rankings for week four are number one, Luke, mm-hmm. number two, Joe, number three, Philip, number four, Daniel, number five, AJ, number six, Gary, number seven, Jessica, number eight, Chris, number nine, Josh, me, and uh, number 10 is Tyler. Yeah, and we will we we will revisit these, and we'll see where you know how teams have improved and where they've moved up in the uh, power rankings. So uh, that'll be fun to do. Hopefully, no one's like so offended by this, but if even if they are, I mean, whatever. No one writes us emails. So for transactions this week, um, it seems that everybody forgot about waivers. Um, just about. I actually <laughs> forgot. I woke up in the right. morning and was like, "Oh crap!" It happens to me like two or three times a season. Um, so we'll skip waivers. Um, we had two trades. Uh, one, we kind of talked about myself. I, you know, traded for Kyle Pitts to get three points, um, trade away Friar Muth and Dobbs. <laughs> I traded away $18 of waiver for Dobbs and Friar Muth. Um, but then the controversial wow. trade of the week was the Patterson for... Oh, you, you skipped one. You skipped one. There was the Edmonds for Singletary that was completed right after the episode went live. Yes, sorry, Edmonds for Singletary. So one kind of non, non-startable for another non-startable running back. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, that could make a huge difference. Who knows? Who knows? It could, actually. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, it depends on who goes down. But yeah, down, the big you know? one. The big one here. Yeah, so uh, Tyler traded away Patterson to Jessica for Waller. Um, right. After investigating as the commissioner, you know, it turns out the trade was made Saturday morning. Um, and offered, yeah. Offered yeah, Saturday offered Saturday morning. morning. Uh, Tyler wanted to start Patterson, um, so waited mm-hmm. until Monday, accepted the trade, and then it was like an hour or two later. Uh, it was, it was found, Yeah, it was less than two hours. Yeah, found out that Patterson was going on IR, and there was really no indication for it. Um, right. So I, I put it out to a vote. I think five people total actually voted. So um, if you're upset, mm-hmm. it's a shame on you for not voting. Um, right. Yeah. So I made the decision to disallow the trade. Um, I go back and forth. If the trade would have happened on Saturday, like then it would have gone through. Because once you play a game, yeah. like that's kind of it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if the trade happened on a Wednesday today and like all of a sudden the players on IR, like I it just seems like it's not it's kind of football but I, again i the text i made was like i think made sense to me like when teams make trades a player goes through a physical and if something comes up on the physical right. the trade gets canceled so it felt similar right. to me 
Yeah, in, in my mind, if Patterson were carted off the field, we should have done a little research and the trade probably still goes through. But he walked off the field. He played a game, walked off the field. He was limited, but he wasn't he wasn't hurt. Walked off the field normal. Then got IR'd surprisingly. Um yeah, it, again, if the trade happened two hours after he was IR'd, you shouldn't have accepted the trade, right? Like that shouldn't have happened. But because it was, yeah, it, it was just a weird situation. I haven't seen anything like that, honestly. Yeah, I have him in another league, and it, I was a little upset. It was weird that that he just was carted off. But so mm-hmm. you guys can work out another trade. Sorry about that if you're if you're mad. Um, if, if you're really upset about the trade, give us a five-star review on the podcast and leave us, but leave us your frustration in the review about the, the, yeah, we, trade. if you leave less than five stars, we don't even read them. No. We only read the five stars and there's, oh man, there are tons, loads of them. Oh my so goodness, we're just reading nonstop all day. <laughs> all right. So then, uh, this one's gone long enough. Um, so looking at just real quick at matchups next week, the one interesting mm-hmm. thing I swear I randomize these every year. I just, there's a button I click randomize. So they're just different every year. So we're not playing the same people every year, multiple times. Um, right. But for some reason, randomly, this is like rivalry week, maybe in this league. It this feels is, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's family against family. So mm-hmm. I am playing my dad. Um, so we'll find out, you know, I ranked him fairly low. We'll find out who's better. Um, we have brother versus brother. Um, <laughs> I predict that Chris will get his first win. Uh, yeah, probably. And then we have another brother versus brother between Philip and Daniel. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one for us. Yeah. There's always trash talk on uh, from us, so it's it should be fun. I hope Yeah, I hope I beat him, but I hope Mark Andrews doesn't score 10. That's that's actually what I hope because then I Is will that the line? Sure. 10. It seems like it. Yeah, 10 seems to be the line. I think a touchdown is the line. If he gets yeah, a touchdown, fair. you're in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah, probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, I, I actually on those three, since you just rolled through them, I agree with you. I think Chris is gonna get the win this week. Uh he's got decent matchups even with the injury. Um Yeah, you ranked yourself ninth and then Gary at six. Uh yeah. that's not what the standings say, but that's where you ranked them. Uh we'll see. We'll see. Your guys' matchup looks like it'll be pretty close. Yeah, I think for me it's the quarterback thing. If if I start Goff or Wilson versus Jalen Hurts, if Jalen Hurts has a good game, like that's that might be it. Yeah, and then me and Daniel, uh, right now this is projections, but we're like neck and neck, and that's hopefully that's how the game goes because that'll be more fun for us. Um, yeah, and then yeah, those, those for those of you that three. don't have relatives in this um, <laughs> in general in this league. Oh no, in the league, yeah, in the in league. this league. You are also playing games too, I guess. Uh, but no, Luke versus Joe. It's our our the actual first That's and second huge. in the league, and our power rankings first and second. Um, yeah. So that'll be an interesting game to see if Luke can be stopped, honestly, because he's been on a roll right since I beat right. him. Never forget it, Luke. Yeah, just you. You should continue to say that every week. I should move I up to two spots in the power rankings just because I beat Luke. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how matchups work. If you beat Luke, you should be number one because you're the only person to do it. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So we're going to rework those. We'll, we'll get back to you guys on power rankings. All right. Everyone got another 45 minutes. Just hold hold on. (laughs) Yeah. And then Uh, we got, we got Jessica, Jessica and AJ. Yeah. Does Jessica get her first win? 
if when in a week where you're playing AJ, this is her best chance. Taylor is out a hundred percent. Um, and AJ doesn't want Heinz and because he doesn't want Heinz, he's going to lose. I'm sorry. That's just, I have your backup. That's how this works. You have to trade for him now. Um, we'll see what, we'll see what Kittle does. Really. I think that'll be a pretty big one because you got Kelsey on the other side of that. That's tough. Yeah. I, I think the hope for Jessica is that Montgomery is ruled out because he's questionable yes. right now. So if he does 100%. the like, oh, he might play, but then, you know, mm-hmm. you put him in your starting lineup and he was just out there for five snaps or whatever to to just warm up a little bit. Um, right. That would be a problem. But so I, yeah. I guess and- this one could be close. I. I will go out on a limb. I'll predict that because of the Taylor injury that Jessica will get her first win as well. I'm actually, th- we'll get to revisit this now because I'm actually going the opposite way because the quarterback matchup is Josh Allen versus Geno Smith. And I cannot predict Geno Smith will get a win. You never know when that perfect passer rating is going to come, but it's not this week. That's what I'm saying. But Josh Allen is playing Pittsburgh. So they'll get up by, by 30 oh, and then true. run the ball the whole time. Yeah, except the Bills running back. He is their best running back, so there's also that going there. Uh, But that should be a good one too. Yeah, we got some good matchups. It's going to be a fun week five of trash talk between the families, and then a fun episode right after week five, unless Daniel beats me, and then I won't be here. I'll quit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's a rough, rough to lose that way. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, This is a long one, uh, so Mm -hmm. hopefully you're still with us. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. (laughs) Good luck this week. Uh, Have a good one. Bye. Bye.